Okay, just a few announcements before we begin. Uh, Tzaddik uh, put the Mamakemis on there now, the set yes, we have now? The other one is not yet there. The, the new one? The, this one. Is okay, there. so we'll go slow enough, we'll give you a chance. But there was another one with two sides. There was a two-page one? So yeah. I'll back. Okay, so we'll have the Mamakemis up uh, soon. And if you don't have the link, please contact uh, myself or Tzaddik. If you're listening out there, contact the shul. Uh, also, for the listeners in Passaic, uh, we will be starting the Matzah Shabbos Passaic Shear a week or two before they change the clock. Usually, it's after, due to the fact Sukkot is over, and Baruch Hashem, uh, they wondered why it didn't start. I said, you're remembering it started after Sukkot, when Sukkot is a month later. So, if you have any friends and family there, they're invited at 9 o'clock at Wolf Shul on Crescent. And otherwise, you can get the, if you're ever not here for Shabbos, uh, First half is Chumash, the second half is Navi, which always comes out different. But if you're not here for Shabbos, often I try to get some of what we discussed on video, so you can you can catch up. The um, USBs are also you have a new set, of, uh, the new collection of USBs, an up-to-date one. So you can go to the website to uh, get that. Remember to share them are free. USB is just whatever it costs, whatever the uh, people were charging. Uh, okay, we have a number of comments. Actually, it's quite bashert. I don't want to say the word mazeldik. This is a year ago after we finished the Chukah Seim Shia. The very next simon was all about magic and kishuf and mazel visuge. And I said, no, that's to do with Chukah Seim. Should I go on? I said, you know, after a year of Chukah Seim, we'll, we took uh, a leave of absence for a year to do the all-important Kibar Vayim Sugya. And then... And coming up with Eliezer, I decided to do this, and now I see that uh, Baruch Hashem is going to be uh, the, hopefully, the entire sugi. We never finish the entire sugi. If you think you're finished, you haven't learned it well enough. But as you see from the details here, there's going to be a lot to discuss, and a lot of it is very practical. I could tell from the emails and calls that I'm receiving that people want to know we can discuss this, that and everything that has to do with all the decisions every day, which is why this is such a big sugya. People, when you hear it, people start realizing, that decision I made last week, was that based on a funny thing that might have been nichush? So we're going to have, um, we already had, we're going to have many more interesting examples. So one of the questions came in today from Rabbi Mordechai Ross, who has corresponded before, and he pointed out uh, two things. The first one, I think, is... Uh, is, is correct. The second one, I think, is interesting, but might be debatable. Uh, he pointed out that it's possible that Rabbi Yechanan called Rav Rabbeinu Bovel because he held him in tremendously high esteem, which is clear, but it's clear from another Gemara, Gemara Chul and Kufla Zayim, where the Gemara has a conversation between Rabbi Yechanan and Isi Barhini, the first line is incredible. The stam, the, the the reason these gemaras always quote word for word is because they're valuable lessons in every single phrase. And gemara quotes a question which will sound to us very, very hard to imagine. Harav Yechon didn't know. Amalei man reish sidra babavo. Who's the sheshivan babo? Who's the gadoladar babo? Who's like the only the only two is sheshivan etzvah sheshivan babo. Why didn't he know? So it's possible that he just assumed leadership? Okay, maybe. It's also possible, per the many sugis and brooks and other places, that 
you can be in the best measure if you say sometimes something like that. Uh, it's already a shayla b'tolteira, and they could be learning with somebody for years and years and not know. And Rabbi Yechonon never came up yet, and Rabbi Yechonon now wanted to know. It was Nagaya to the sugyo. By the way, who's the Rosh Hashiva in Babel? I can't prove that again. It could be just the Shiva, Sheras Matzis, who just came back. That was his opening, opening question. Amalei, Siisi told him, Abaricha, Rav's name, nickname, was Abaricha, he was very tall. Now, I have nothing against tall people, uh, especially Rabbanim, not to compare any Rabbanim in the same paragraph or sentence as Rav, of course, but that's not a nice name for the Rashiva, the Gadol, and Bobo. And Rabbi Yechonah let him know in no uncertain terms that you should not refer to him like that, even though the Gemara does say that that was his name. Amale, Abba Richa, Karislai, how dare you call him Abba Richa? Dachina, I remember a long time ago. Karhavi Yas, you don't have this mamak in front of you. Karhavi Yasivna, Achayud Zayin, Shurin, Achari, Darav, Kamei, Darebi. I was 17 rows. If you recall from many Gemaras, the rows in the seats were set up as a very exact, tight system to the extent that the they were all sitting on the floor and the Rebbe was sitting on pillows. And if they had a kasha, he didn't know, they took away a pillow, which is why I have a firm seat here. So if that doesn't... Uh, it was a real competitive in a healthy way, of course. In a, in, a, in a positive way, if you didn't learn and you wanted to um, space out, you didn't want to learn for Sylvia, you were uh, noted publicly for your lack of hasmoto. Um, and everybody's assigned rows based on that. Rabbi Yechelen, was probably younger. He lived, he outlived Rav and Shmuel. But even if he was younger, he sang in his Anivus, but he stated the facts. I was 17 rows behind Rav in Rebbe Shir, Rebbe Hidanasi. And I remember Nafki and Sahedrin, by the way, it was the same thing. There was the Abbasin, and then there was the, the Nasi, and the Abbasin, Scott Abbasin, and you were, the further you were in the row, you were obviously very close to be on the base then, but it was a very exact system. And apparently they updated it daily, if not hourly, based on the kashas and teirutsim and, and focus that people had. We would never do that today. We'd never get away with it today. There'd be lawsuits. It's just a, which, okay, you know, but uh, it's yesh, yesh darshan, the yeshiva, they're too competitive and it's not good. You know, I'm not going to comment on a chinuch roundtable, but there's an important aspect of competition and uh, and matan scarbetzida, like raffle tickets for extra questions, which seems to have ignited their uh, fire to learn all the sugis and that pay test and some hundred and everything like that. So there is something to that. Anyway, he was there and he says, I remember watching them talk and learning, Rav and Rebbe, the Rebbe and the Talmud. Navki zekukin dinar mi pumi the Rav, lupumi the Rebbe, mi pumi the Rebbe, lupumi the Rav. There was fire being thrown, whether it's an expression or not. We'll get to probably next week. Uh, the fire emanating from Gedalim is not only an expression, that's for sure. Over here, could be it is an expression, but quite possibly not. Point is, he said, it was a pellet to watch, and I couldn't follow the conversation. Less anayada ma hain amrin. I couldn't make heads or tails. I didn't know what they were talking about. So I was sitting seven years behind. This is the godless of Rav. He was talking and learning with, with the Rebbe. I couldn't, figure, I couldn't follow the conversation. It was such lightning speed, literally or figuratively. Va'at abba aricha You call him abba aricha. And Rashi says you should call him abba So 
indeed Rabbi Yechon Shitasai. The interesting thing is that um, so he wanted a taina that he knew Shmuel also because there's a Gemara Babetzia that says the Shmuel healed Rebbe had an eye ailment and Shmuel was a doctor among everything else and uh, was other talents and you didn't have to go to 10 years of medical school then by the way just for the record not that there's anything wrong with necessarily going to 10 years of medical school as a matter of fact I suggest if you want to be a doctor go to 10 years of medical school because otherwise you're not going to be very good but in those days like in the days of the Ramam as well it was um, it was not a 10 year full time Affair. I'm again, mentioning that so people shouldn't bring rayas to uh, genders. You want to go to medical school? If it's the right decision. Wonderful, but uh, has nothing to do with uh, nothing to do with Shmuel or the Rambam. So he was there. He healed him, and then the Gemara says in the same Gemara that he wanted to give Shmuel smicha. Rebbe wanted to give him smicha. He tried. He couldn't get the quorum together, and he couldn't get uh, the abasin together. And you need the nasi and the abasin. He tried a number of times. He was very frustrated, and it didn't work. And Shmuel told Rebbe, "He said, don't worry. I, I actually saw the famous safer of Adam Rishon. I'd like to see that safer. Not safer Yitzira. That's another famous safer where it talks about Dor Dor V'Darshov and Adam Rishon was still a Gelam, and Hashem showed him all the future generations." and everything that would transpire with the G'dolim and the leaders of each generation. And I saw it, and I'm in there. And it calls me Shmuel, not Rabbi Shmuel. And it says there, I'm going to be a Chacham, and I'm not getting Smitha. For whatever reason, it's Bashet. He became the Roshiva above all anyway. He became the Godly and took over for Rav. So it didn't make a difference, but he said, we don't have to give me Smitha. So he wanted me to die that, uh, that he was a Talmud. I'm, I'm not convinced from there he was a Talmud. It could be that he was just there. Uh, he was from Bavl, and he went back to Bavl, and he was just there for the time, and that's when he healed him, he tried to get him smicha, and it could be Rabbi Yechon didn't know him, because he wasn't from the other, uh, from the regular Talmidim. So, interesting point, interesting contrast. The Rashi we were in the middle of, I'd like to go back to that Rashi and show you one Rashi before. So let's go back to your front page, and... We will get back to the uh, the Chakira of this last part of the Gemara. I'm going to throw out what I think the Gemara is trying to get to and give some examples. It's going to take us a week or two to try to figure out why this is Mutter and the first part of the Gemara is Aser. It's, it's a big Machalikis Rishayim and Achrenim. So uh, you'll have to hold on. But let's take a look at Rashi. Uh, the Rashi is about 10, 15 lines before it gets wide at the bottom. The first word in line is Safek Trefosa. This is where Shmuel sent to Rabbi Yochanan to prove that it should be addressed, Rabbeinu, not for his covered, but for either to be able to talk and learning and make an impression, or for the covered of the office in Bovel. He sent him 13 camel loads of Safke Trefasa, which means quite the shot, Rashi says. Everybody see the Rashi? First of all, it's Sveke. Mine Safek Trefas. Imagine 13 camel loads of Shailas with the answers. And Rabbi Yechana was duly impressed. What he sent first with the uh, 60 years worth of calendar is also impressive, but Yechon apparently knew how to do that. Vanishamati, Rashi says, Hanach Sveke Eifas Tameim De'elu Trefas Zasudya in Elu Trefas in Chulin that talks about the birds, and we discussed this during the Chukas Shia. I think when we were discussing Thanksgiving, we got onto Turkey, no doubt. So, coming up, so I couldn't resist. It's once a year we have to talk about it. So I'm um, not going to go through the Chukasayim issue and Ramesh's issue with it and the fact that Ramesh's L'Chathud was Machmer. We, you can look it up there and, um, and it was about uh, five or six years. We mentioned there that there was a Shaila, still is a Shaila, but a turkey is a kosher bird. And you need a Masairi to eat kosher birds. 
it was a whole tumult because how do you have a Messiah? It's an American bird. You can't have a Messiah an American bird. They weren't here. So it's called Hadub because they thought it was, well, they thought the Columbus discovered America. But that was after they realized it wasn't India. He was trying to find a spice route to India. So India is Hadub. So the birds they found there, they were still under the somebody was still under the impression that he found India, found the route to the West Indies, and that's why it's called a hadith. They've been wondering in modern Hebrew. That's why it's called uh, the uh, the mislabel that it got, and to say they had a Messiah because that's part of Europe somewhere or the Near East is a mistake because it's an American bird. So if you remember, Abelsky had a and he held that uh, he had rayas that is Pushit, that uh, we know it's not on the list of, of birds that are Timaeus. But this Rashi refers you back to a sugya, which is not for now, but also gets some of and Abayz, that lists the birds that we know are kosher, the Adamasera, and the birds that we know the Pasuk holds a trafe, like the eagle, <laughs> the raven, and then there are birds in between, they just didn't know, and they were Sveikas, which is why there was a shot of the turkey, the many years most people in Turkey, there are some Machmirim. Okay, so then the Gemara said that uh, you could take Simonim. Let's go back to the Gemara, and then we'll go back to the Rashi quickly. Tanya Reb Shem first line is Shimon, four lines down the wide lines. Tanya Reb Shem Elazar This means that you had a major decision to make. This is not talking about the business afterwards. And Tanya uh, is a good word, milestone. That's a good word to use. You built a house. Today we move all the time, but buying a house, building a house was a big thing then. Tinuk, you had a baby. Isha, you got married. So now you're in a new matzav. We already know a chassan already does tshuva fast. A new matzav is created, and it's like a new chapter in his life. He gets a mechila. Not just a chassan. A chassan nasi has a new, new status. It doesn't say it's a fairish about having a baby or building a house. Similar idea. Avabisha ein nachash. There's no iser of nachash. If you do something based on the mazel that follows, but yesh simen. And now Rashi says, let's see the Rashi again. Bayas tini v'isha, banabayas anola leben, anasi isha. Everybody got it? First one is, oi. Afapisha ein nachash, asla nachash, lismach nachash. You cannot take a sign and depend on it heavily. What's going to be difficult to figure out in the sugi is how heavy is heavy. Yesh simen, simana ba'alma. Rashi's using very key words. What Baalma? Baalma means Baalma. It's one of those Aramaic words. Simana Baalma is not a Simon Muvik. Simana Baalma. It's a remez, which means you could take it into consideration. Simana Baalma Havi Mia Di Matzlach Bitzchai Rishayna. If you do a business deal, you close a deal right afterwards. Achar Shabbat Abayas, Aishanel Latina, Kashanaz Isha. Simon Ushalach Matzlach. And the Gemara is about to say it's got to be three times to create a Chazaka. Viloi. Now what? As I mentioned last night, last minute this year, don't stop in your tracks and drop the whole deal like a hot potato because that's confirming it in your mind that this is a bad omen and you can't do that. That's nichosh already. Very, very thin line between the two. Don't get into this type of deal too much. And the Gemara continues. Go back to the Gemara for a minute. We'll be back in the Rashi. In a moment as well. Amar Abelazar, first of the line, Amar Abelazar, who dischazek zimni. Three successful deals after you closed on the house, you built the house, you got married, or you had the baby. Now, we would say that if you had one successful deal, why look a give to us in the mouth, and why don't you just continue? If you had two, if you had three, why do you need the new status? The new status, I don't think, is ma'akim. The Gemara is saying, if it's after a new status, a milestone, then 
it's really something, again, not to make a final decision on just based on this, but usually it makes sense that things should start going in that direction. The guy's been working before then also. All of a sudden, he closed the deal. Must be married somebody, new mazel, and built a house, new mazel, had a baby, new mazel, three times. How do we know that? The Gemara says, the sieve. Yosef and Shimon said, Yosef is gone, he got lost. Shimon's gone, now you take Benyamin. If he goes, then that's already a chazaka. I'm going to have bad mazal, I'm never going to get out of this. Rashi says, go back to Rashi. Even though that sounds very emphatic, the Gemara says it can't be emphatic. It's got to be, I'm concerned that maybe it's going to continue being bad. So what I find interesting is the raya they're bringing for three times is a raya that Yaakovinu was concerned that it might become a third, but he didn't just build a house, have a baby, or get married, that I know of. I know of, matter of fact, he didn't. Because I know when the marriages were, and they weren't now, and I know when the Chiftiko were born, and I don't know, I can't say he didn't build a new house, but he was living in the same place. So that tells me that if you have three in a row, that's also a simon miles. It's not as strong as if it started happening after a change of status in a particular point in life. So I think it's both. And we would like to think, if I close one deal and it makes a lot of money, I'll go in that direction. It's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But you want to you already bring a raya for mazel. Three times is always a chazaka. Let me throw out what, what bothers me uh, in terms of what I'm going to try to explore and understanding this, it's clear from this Gemara, all three parts of this Gemara. There'll be two or three other Gemaras we're going to see, but this is the main one. It's clear that Nichush Kishuv is going to be also, we'll have a separate Gemara, and Nichush, when you firmly believe in it and you're acting upon it, is also. Rabbi Yechanan, Psychli, Psukayach, Ruchakaydish, Katanim, that you can answer, and some Hashem do answer that. That wouldn't be fair, even though it sounds like he relied on it. He's about to go to Bavel, and he didn't. You can answer that he wasn't about to go. He was older, and it was a big trip, and he was Mosopic, and he wanted to go see Shmuel, who's his Rebbe now, and dissuaded. And then the Gemara says, don't make any rash decisions on a dime, and don't make it about face, but you could take it into consideration. Three times after you had a house, got married, had a baby, and maybe even if it wasn't after that. What surprises me about this sugya is this last kula, is that the way we think, let me give does. let me give my marshal, I mean, the Gemara is talking about gosh, it's also making business deals, not to make so many havdolas, but you want to talk about a tiebreaker, okay? Lu Yitzur, uh, baseball, is something called extra innings? Okay. Hot hockey, overtime? <coughs> So it's six up. We're in the 10th, 11th, and overtime. So we, we're deadlocked. As soon as somebody hits a home run or gets that puck into the uh, net, then there's going to be a very, very clear decision who won this game. And it's a big deal to those who think it's a big deal. I'm not suggesting anybody here shouldn't get any deal, but, but you know, if, you're, if you're following it. We don't say, well, it was very close anyway. You had considerations, Lacan, Lacan. It was six up anyway. And okay, this is a tiebreaker. This is a tiebreaker. This, this made the decision. I'll give you a more, uh, a more serious, deadly serious uh, example of a tiebreaker. You wouldn't say, well, it's just a tiebreaker. Let's say, Lu Yitzhu, you're trying to elect a 
conservative uh, judge to the Supreme Court. And let's say Pence, well, Vice President Pence, was called upon to break a tie. Would you say, well, there were considerations of the Khan Lacan, it's 48 48, they're just a tiebreaker. No, no, they're just a, a small similar dove, a small rival dove. We wouldn't, we wouldn't look at it like that, would we? We look at a small type. This is like made up, this is gonna make a break. It. So here, the way Rashi's describing it, I haven't found anything in the Bisham, all the Bisham at home we're gonna see that sort of denies that this is what's going on, and basically saying, Rav is conflicted. Why would Rav need a ferry to tell him whether it's a good simon or not, not a simon? Why would, why would he need a simon? The answer is, as I said, he's very busy. He's running all above all. Constantly has, uh, they wanted to give Shiram. He's coming to the city and check out what's going on in the Kashras. He doesn't know, should he go? So he has five reasons to go, five reasons not to go. We have this all the time. Should we travel? Should we not travel? And he had very serious considerations. So it's five up. Okay, so now we have six reasons, so he thought of it again. He's walking down to the pier. Surah had waterways. He's walking on the base manager for a 20-minute walk down to the dock. So what did he decide when he got to the pier? Not decided. If he was decided, how do I know that? This is crucial to the sugya, and we're going to try to work out an answer over the next few weeks. If he was absolutely convinced he's going, and the ferry didn't come for an hour, he'd be over the the right of Nachash if he didn't go now. Let me follow what I just said. That's pretty important for the sugya. And if he, by the time he got down to the pier, he says, you know, I, I forget it, I, I'm in the middle of giving the sugya back in yeshiva, I'm going back to the yeshiva. And then all of a sudden the ferry shows up and he changed his mind drastically on a dime. He'd also be over at Nachash. So Rashi keeps very delicately, because that's the chapter in the Gemara. Rashi says, it's Simon of Alma, it's not a Simon Muvig, and if you cool off the Mizdil, just don't, don't do Yesim and die, don't stop. Rashi's being very careful of it, because that's the only chapter in the Gemara. So I, I'm just throwing it out. So, if you're using it as a tiebreaker, that means it's making your decision. I think the biggest chiddush in the sugya, which we can see over and over again, nobody argues on this. I'm not asking Akasha, I'm just asking God. I think it's a tremendous chiddush, because Lamaisa, if you're thinking and you're as smart as Rav, and you already have seven reasons yes, seven reasons not, and you're at the pier, uh, he would have made a decision had it not been a ferry situation. Okay, he would have made a decision. Now he's up. The ferry's here. That's it. So we call that a tiebreaker, lahavdul. From Rav in extra innings or in overtime or in the Senate. And that makes a huge difference. And that's not Nichush. Everybody understand what I'm asking? So, um, any suggestions along the way? I'd like to uh, hear it, but this seems to be mutter. Is that you're not taking it. And Rashi. It's a practical in, consideration. What? It's a practical consideration. So, we'll get to that. So, if it's practical. Point. Yes. It's, not like it's, it's a whole separate subject. So, I have news for you. Yeah. If it's practical, then it's not this Gemara. Because if I go down and I want to go somewhere to give a shear, and I'm sitting there waiting an hour, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then the guy gets over the PA system and says, the ferry has uh, been delayed, it's going to be another 17 hours, and I go back to Yeshiva, that's not Nichesh at all, even though I wanted to go and I changed my mind. So then that can't be shot over here. Yeah. So maybe you uh, want to say that since you have five reasons here, five reasons there, and then this is a, quote, tiebreaker... It's not really a tiebreaker because if it was four verse five, it would count to zero. So would it? It sounds like from Rashi, you can count it under all circumstances. Just don't count it too much. Don't give it too much weight. Well, it's not a hundred votes; it's one vote. But we're counting it. Counting it as a full vote or counting it as sounds like a well, Rashi says you did. 
Three deals in a row, and they all went sour. I, I, that's the source of Chishon's Gemara. Like, we wouldn't, Machmal Islam, we wouldn't need any, any Simanim telling us the rules of Simanim. We would, might stop after one or after two, or suddenly after three. Even on that, Rashi says, don't uh, pull out slowly. Don't say, that's it, I'm never doing, you know, don't do Yesimidai. We would be, because we, unfortunately, because I think we're into Nichush more than, more than we should be, Rashi says very clearly. Three deals went bad, and Rashi is still to tell us, don't do Yesimidai. What would we tell our friends? Are you crazy? What are you doing? For what time are you a glutton for punishment? Rashi says, that might be Nichush. <laughs> So what do you mean, glutton for punishment? Just because three things went wrong. Now, Ellie would say, and I agree, he said, well, if you um, did three deals sloppily and you're selling tape recorders and nobody even knows what a tape recorder is and you can't understand why the last three shipments nobody bought anything, then that's not nichosh, that's just stupidity. <laughs> so we wake the guy up and we say, the reason these three went bad is you don't know what you're doing. But that's not a sug either. So he's just, he's being ashamed about it. Okay, so our sug has to be somewhere where somebody's making money in this industry and less the deals went sour. So again, what's surprising in this Gemara, in this Rashi, I say it to Rashi very slowly. Rashi's saying, no, no, you have to run away. It's just that uh, maybe there's not something you should push. We would, the way we think, with not something you should push. You should run away and uh, whatever you're buying and selling, become a doctor instead. But that, that might be a problem in Yichosh if there's no rhyme or reason, unless you have a good friend point out what you messed up on. And then you have a rhyme or reason that it's not Nichosh at all. He's going to improve on it. So you've got to keep all these circumstances in mind, whatever examples we give. Um, yeah. The standard would then be if in a situation where you have rational grounds to do something. Then it's never Nichosh. And then, it's, no, and then the, the, this variable comes to the equation, and you, right. you decide based on that variable, which seems to be so arbitrary, then that would not be Nichosh. The so Gemara seems to be saying have, if you, you have, have, you have yes, gasoline, yes. You, you can get there. But if, but if you don't have a real rationale, and then if you have no rationale at all, happens, right, shouldn't really push you in either direction. Right, correct. You have to have stodim lekan lekan, and it has to be. But the chiddush to me, this uh, this is a pretty important basis for the sugi is that you're deadlocked and you're thinking individual and you're trying to decide, and all of a sudden the ferry comes. Yeah, well, I, but as I'm saying, a machria and overtime can be $10 million. A machriya in the Senate can be the future of this country. We don't say, well, it's only a machriya. Okay, but that's the answer. I'm not asking a kasha. That, that's trot in the Gemara. I don't have another shot. I'm just pointing out the chiddush of I, I think it's a big chiddush. Yes? Very often when that happens, people say, oh, that's obviously what a kasha wants. So that's why we're going to be discussing over the next few weeks many examples so we could try to get a feel. We're not, so without a Navi Novatumim, we're not going to know. Lamaisa, a few people ask me already, are we going to get a secret in how we really know it's a message from heaven? I said, not from me, because Navi Shekhar doesn't do too well when he... Uh, but we have to try to figure out parameters, and I think we're doing it too much. My first raya is, is that after one or two, we'd say already, run for the hills, it's a bad month or a bad year, it's Black September, or... Uh, and but, that's Nichush. Like, give us far. Don't give a... So that's so what we were discussing you're, last you're, night. You're that's what we discussed last night. Abmavina was up to his neck in water. And he could have said, you know what? This isn't working out. Obviously, I misheard this Navua. And that was wrong. A famous uh, game, which, you know what? Maybe we'll pick up. I'll say it now. I'll say it quickly because we mentioned it uh, two Shavuos ago, I think. Uh, the guy says, uh, Rus and Nami, Rus is pushing to come to Klai Yisrael, and she's pushing, pushing, and Nami is trying to talk her out of it, like you do for Gieris. And then the Pussek says, She's trying, chugging along, she's finding it difficult to walk. Uh, Rus is half the age of Nami, and they're walking back to Yisrael. 
And Nami looks, so he's finding it difficult to walk. He said, okay, you're in. And the guy says, you know why? Because she knew she was Lashma when it was difficult. And we would say, no, if it's too difficult, that means a sign from the heavens are not supposed to be coming. And you know what? Rus had seven million signs not to follow Nami. So half the time in life, or maybe more than half, it's a sign you're doing the right thing, that the Sutton is throwing roadblocks. Question is, how do you know? And sometimes Hashem saying, "I told you a thousand times already. How many signs do you need?" So, so we're, we're going to find so, out in the next few weeks. When I get my Navi accreditation, shouldn't even say that as a joke. Uh, so uh, we will discuss it. But that's why I said it's going to be an interesting uh, adventure. Okay.